ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? Take control of your city. You have failed this city. In brightest day, in blackest night, no evil shall escape my sight. Batman is playing Galaga. Doth mother know you weareth her drapes? We are the future, Charles, not them. Avengers! Assemble. Hey, folks. You are listening to Rogue One Radio. This is episode number 49. And also with us is Nicole. I'm having issues with my stand, so oh. forgive me. We're playing around right now because it it's like wanting to not sit <laughs> or stay. I have got to give me a laptop. But hello to everybody. Hello, Steve. <laughs> Nicole and needs to get a laptop. <laughs> I need a laptop. <laughs> and then, of course, DJ is with us here as yes. well. Hello, folks. And, all right. Well, tonight we're going to be trying something out. We just finished up um, last week. We finished up our Skywalker Saga retrospective series. So we're going to take a stab at doing an MCU retrospective series. Looks like the escape pod is in the chat with us. Welcome, guys. Um, so, yeah, so we're going to try out this MCU retrospective. Um, as I mentioned um, in private earlier, we're going to try this out as kind of a pilot episode. Um, see what we like about it and uh, if we want to continue. And hopefully you guys will like it, too. And uh, we'll make a decision on whether or not we're going to continue with this series. But we're trying it out tonight with the movie that's kicked off the MCU. And that is Iron Man. Yes, sir. All right. So anything interesting happened to you guys this week? Nicole? I'm here. I watched Iron Man twice just to be to be ready. Um, oh yeah, I had family coming out of town. How did I forget that? I mean, maybe it's just because it's, the day's been lagging already, <laughs> or the last two days have been lagging. But no, I actually had some family out seeing me from Seattle, and it was a fun weekend. So, how about you guys? What have you guys have been up to? Um, a lot work and. Um... Playing some Mass Effect. Awesome. Not much of anything else. Same work and work and a little more work. Um, and you Don't know, forget work. work. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, it's, it's hard to forget at this moment in time. It's, uh, it's getting to be uh, – fairly busy around the office now so but that's all right uh you know i did get a chance to watch iron man um so i am uh well versed and ready to talk about this uh exciting chapter 
Very cool. Uh, cool that we are on episode 49 because uh, next week is is a uh, is a big one and uh yeah oh that is right next week is our number 50 episode wow yes sir <laughs> who'd have thought it would taken it would have taken this long to get to 50 but uh you know um you have any uh, shout outs you would like to uh, to do any podcasts or anything else? Um, um, yeah, actually, uh, big shout out to uh, the uh, Scare of Scuttlebutt podcast. Uh, Ro and Chantel had me on uh, Monday. We recorded uh, for some quick cuts that will be dropping on Thursday. Um, nice. that was, a, it was a lot of fun, uh, three topics, uh, you know, less than an hour to talk about all three. Uh, so yeah, uh, fast and furious and fun. Very cool. Uh, I've actually got a couple of podcasts, uh, I wanted to shout out. Um, they're both hosted by the same person. Uh, a buddy of mine, Dave, uh, actually just launched a new podcast, uh, called one band, five songs. And um, so what that podcast does, it dives into the career of uh, one musical artist through the lens of five of their classic songs. Uh, the debut episode dropped um, yesterday, and um, it covered the career of uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma singer-songwriter John Moreland. Um also, uh, Dave also has another podcast that he has, he does. Um, it is called Sacred Panels, and basically, what it is is it's uh, uh, it's a show that's essentially about comic books uh, and related media such as films, television, um, and all sorts of related things. Um, and the reason I'm, I'm mentioning that is he uh, a new episode of that launched today, uh, and it is called Zack Snyder, Superman, and Why Dark and Gritty Isn't the Answer. Um, so it, it's a pretty uh, pretty interesting and informative episode, and you can catch both of those, uh, you know, wherever you get your podcast, iTunes, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, all of those good things uh where you can find us as well if you're not watching us on youtube um how about you nicole you got any shout outs you know what i don't have exactly any particular but i am just so grateful to be here at rogue one radio hanging out with you guys i just love when we get to hang out with all the other different podcasts too uh, both through the Red Five Network and um, actually, I have to admit though, Ro, Ro from Scarif also this morning actually was pulling my heartstrings on Twitter. Um, I missed it over the weekend because I was busy with my cousin. So uh, to see that that there's something really cool coming up at ScarifCon, it's really awesome. So I'm excited to see what's coming. So cool. I guess Very shout cool. out to Ro because he pulled my heartstrings. Oh, and Josh from a certain point of view this evening. He actually, I had asked the question on Twitter, you know, about favorite moments. And of course, he had to bring up, you know, one of my favorite beginning moments and then one of the ending moments that I'm like, well, great. I didn't need my heart anyways. Maybe I'll get one like Tony's, you know, and just put it right there. 
that might work, right? Can I? Is that okay? That works. That works. Exactly, yeah. right there. <laughs> Mine won't be round like his. You know, maybe we'll make it pretty heart shaped, but you know, silver and all that stuff. <laughs> Great. Cool. So those are my shout outs. <laughs> awesome. So as she mentioned, we are part of the Red Five Network. And um if this is your first time watching us on YouTube, or even if it's not your first time, make sure you hit that subscribe button and punch the like button so as i said we got a good show for you we're going to talk about iron man later on we've got some news to uh go over it's kind of a a very lean news week uh so we don't have a whole lot to talk about um but we also have music to be playing so that's what we're going to do now we're playing the first one we're going to play uh, is a band from New Jersey by the name of Backyard Superheroes. And they just released a single last month in May. And that's what we're going to play. The song is called Music in My Head. All I know is I'm trying to sing Scream my lungs out now, I'm about to go insane Cause I don't know what I'm trying to say No one knows cause it's all in my brain Lose myself so I can focus on the music in my head It makes me wanna move Can you hear it too? I just wanna show the world that I'm not going mad You know what to do Put on your dance and shoes I just wanna show the world That I'm not going mad Close my eyes cause I can't think straight Shut the world out for my own sake Sing along, I hope this song will never end
Very nice. Very nice. Yes. So, Backyard Superheroes with music in my head. Put on your dancing shoes. <laughs> Do that. Foot loose. <laughs> Different songs. Sorry. All right. So, um, we've got some a little bit of news to talk about. Not much, but we've got a few. Uh, so, we're going to go ahead and uh, let DJ kick things off with that. All right. Uh, so, we have a little bit of a... Uh, uh, switcheroo, I believe, because I don't think that uh, this series was originally on this channel, but HBO Max is giving the DC series Titans uh, a season three uh, debut date. Now, if I'm remembering right, Steve, I could be wrong on this, but uh, the, the first two seasons weren't on HBO, were they? That, that is correct. It was on DC Universe. Or okay. DC, whatever it was called. I don't actually don't remember what it was called, but um, yeah. but yeah, it was it was on that, uh, and then it switched over to I think DC and uh, the Warner Brothers shows are um, gradually moving over to HBO Max. Yeah, uh, yeah. With the exception, of course, of the CW shows. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So. And I had the date, and I hit backspace up. There it is. Uh, so it looks like season three of Titans uh, will premiere on August 12th on HBO Max. So I am guessing that uh, seasons one and two will be on there probably a little bit before, uh, if they're already not on there. Uh, yeah. I actually, I haven't seen the show when I was I was scrolling through. Uh, this last weekend, and I was watching some DC stuff. Um, watched the uh, Dark Knight trilogy uh, again, along with uh, Man of Steel and Iron Man. Um, so, and I didn't see it on there. Uh, so, yeah, uh, season three is going to uh, introduce Blackfire, uh, Tim Drake, uh, Barbara Gordon, uh, Scarecrow. Uh, Let's see. I guess uh, Jason Todd's going to have a big change in there as well, uh, where he's going to become Red Hood. So yeah, it's uh, it's pretty interesting. Um, so definitely looking forward to that. Uh, yeah, yeah, check it did, out. HBO Max. Did either of you watch the first two seasons? No, I saw. I the first, oh, sorry, I saw the first oh. couple of episodes, but I didn't. Uh, it's not one that I really followed through with. Okay. Um, uh, at the time there was so much that was coming out and then uh, kind of lost track of it. So uh, I'll definitely watch it again. I was, uh, I was interested in it, but yeah. yeah life gets I, I know what you mean. Yeah. Cool. Well, cool. Uh, yeah. I saw the first two seasons. It uh, looks like uh, Spencer is in the chat with us tonight. Welcome Spencer. Good to have you. Hey Spence. <laughs> All right, so uh, my next piece of news is uh, Marvel-related, uh, and it's also video game-related. And uh, Spencer will probably eat this one up as well, because uh, we talked a little bit about this last week, uh, that uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, trailer has come out for the video game. Uh, the release date has been issued, and uh, a little bit of plot news as well. Uh, of course, this was at uh, the E3 
live stream from Square Enix. Uh, they uh, said that the uh, Eidos Montreal uh, is uh, making the game for Gal- uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Single play, uh, player story. Um, uh, as uh, as opposed to the Crystal Dynamics Avengers one that was on there. Uh, and again, I'm trying to find i had the date now i don't see where uh, ah, october 26th it's coming out uh so right before uh halloween it looks pretty interesting um i have my own issues with uh, with idos but uh that's neither here nor there uh story for another time um but yeah uh so, Guardians of the Galaxy news, uh, October 26th, single-player game. Should be interesting. So, I also have uh, a piece of news that is video game-related and also comic book-related. Uh, and, and this isn't so much news as it is a rumor. Um, but Warner Brothers Montreal, who is currently developing the Gotham Knights game, uh, there is a rumor that their next project after they finish Gotham Knights is going to be a Superman game. Oh. So, um, yeah, that could be interesting to see how, how they do that. Uh, I, I haven't, I've only seen a little bit about the Gotham Knights game, uh, but so far what I've seen from it, I definitely want to play it. Um, but there, there isn't a whole lot of information about this uh, as far as like what it's going to be about or when they're going to start developing it or, uh, or what. But the, uh, the rumor came from, uh, I want to say the rumor came from CBR, which is fairly reputable. Um, trying to find that one. Uh, yeah, it came from CBR. And uh, strangely, the article does not list a source. Hmm. Interesting. That is very interesting. Usually, usually CBR uh, CBR is really good about uh, doing their uh, doing their sources. So uh, I'm getting um, I'm getting the uh, the feeling that you don't want there to be a Superman video game, DJ. It's not necessarily that I don't want a Superman video game. Uh, there's just, uh, Spencer mentioned in the chat, Superman 64. Uh, uh, it was so long ago, but it still has left such a bad taste in my mouth. It is one of the worst video games ever made and yes i played et on uh <laughs> on the atari so um you know or raiders of the lost ark uh because oh, that, wow. that one was pretty bad too uh <laughs> but oh the superman 64 was horrible uh and every anytime someone says superman in video game i just i I get the twitch and yeah it's like no please (laughs) anything but that hopefully they do a good good job to redeem themselves um uh, i'm not did they say who was making it 
Yeah, it was um, uh, Warner Brothers Montreal. It's the same studio that is doing the uh, Gotham Knights game. Uh, well, Gotham Knights looks actually pretty good, so I, I don't know. I guess I'll give it a shot. Yeah, you know, um, this coming from a very big Superman fan, but I'm not sure if I want to see this either. Uh, how would they do it? Like, what would the dynamic be? It just, it just doesn't seem, I don't, like, Superman's just not really a character that translates well to video game, uh, unless... Uh, well, exactly. Just just like Spencer said, Superman sounds like a hard character to balance in a game. Uh, the only game I can think of that I you know that I've played where Superman has been a part of it and it has worked well was the Injustice game. Um, and you know that was basically just a Mortal Kombat style fighting game with some yeah. story, uh, and that was really cool. But Otherwise, I just I don't see how it would work. But, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll have to see. Um, you know, uh, unless there's a bunch of other people with uh, you know superpowers that are equivalent mm -hmm. or uh, or something, uh, I, I really I, it's hard to say. Uh, like I said, there's there's been such a bad taste uh, left over from. Uh, the horrible Superman games in the past, it's really hard to fathom what they could do to make it better because uh, Superman is, by all rights, Superman and uh, nigh unstoppable. But, you know, hey, if Bruce Wayne can figure out a way to do it, then I guess others could too. Yeah, I just... I mean, maybe, maybe it'll be good. I just don't see how they're going to do it. Um, we'll see, I guess. Yeah, yeah. What else you got? Um, I, I think you've got something next. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, I threw away my uh, my uh, order of operations here. Uh, so uh, please excuse my dear Aunt DJ. Um, let's see. Hey, yeah, even my son just – I got to chuckle. Yay for dad jokes. It's not Father's Day, but we still do dad jokes here. Uh <laughs> All right, so um, uh, I believe the next one I have is a Disney Plus, uh, and this is also uh, Marvel plus other stuff related. Uh, and uh, Wednesday is now the new Friday, uh, and if you're not sure what I mean by that, uh, well, um, Disney, the all-powerful, has struck a deal with uh, the universe and has now changed... Uh, Wednesdays to, or Fridays to Wednesday and vice versa. No, um, they're actually uh, moving the release dates uh, for all the Disney Plus products uh, to Wednesday instead of Friday. Uh, we've had a couple of conversations on why they might do this and uh, whether or not it's a to uh, bolster the movie theater uh, releases a little bit uh, since the theaters are now starting to open nationwide. Um, yeah, which makes sense, uh, you know, um, gets people out to do that uh, rather than sit at home and watch it on their couch. Uh, so, yeah, uh, new releases or will uh, from here on out on Disney Plus be on Wednesday. I don't have a problem with that. Okay. Yeah. Cool. 
should be cool. All right. I talk first. You talk first. Uh, who, uh, who's now? Yeah, so member? my next piece of news is regarding, uh, this is Star Wars related. Um, our uh, beloved royal princess, uh, Carrie Fisher, it has been announced. She is getting a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. So, yeah, um, um, she wasn't the only one, though. I think if I'm correct, Ming Wen. You are right. You're right. Uh, Ming Ne Wen is also getting a star, and Ewan McGregor is also getting a star. Um, there are there are actually quite a few names on here. Uh, Francis Ford Coppola, William Willem Dafoe, uh, Michael B. Jordan. Uh, Ray Liotta, um, but um, Greg Berlanti, actually, he is the, uh, if you know that name, he is the uh, the force behind the, uh, the Arrowverse on CW. But uh, to, to me, I, I think the, uh, the most important one on here is, is Carrie Fisher. I think it's, it's great okay. that she's getting, getting a star. Mm-hmm. Um, Way past Dave. Yeah. Yep. Green. Yeah. I and I know that she never really saw the importance of it, or uh, or necessarily even wanted it. I'm sure she would have been honored to to have it at least mentioned, but mm-hmm. um, at least to us, uh, it's uh, most deserved. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, long overdue. Long overdue because she was, uh, I mean, obviously a, a very huge, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, influence on a lot mm-hmm. of uh, fans out there, uh, a lot of Star Wars fans out there. Um, so it was, it's really great that she's getting the star. Uh, you are yes. correct, Spencer. Better, better late than never. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm uh, also excited for me. No, when I want to add this in because she doesn't only do Star Wars, but she's been a Disney princess now in Star Wars Marvel. Like that is awesome yeah. that she went the that she went a huge she, Yeah, awesome. she is. She's got the nerd trifecta. Yes. <laughs> which, which I mean, I think in time, I think she's going to become iconic, kind of like. Carrie, I really think, I think yeah. over time, you know, it took time for Carrie to get to that place. So I think Ming is also going, is going that route too. So. You know what she hasn't done yet? She hasn't done uh, anything in DC. I know. I'm well, not we'll sure see. if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but. Uh. <laughs> right now I'm just enjoying her, you know, when we see her in the Bad Batch and so forth. So. And, and we're going to get to see her in the book of Boba Fett too. I'm hoping. Yes. I know. I cannot wait. Yeah. It'll be great. Okay. Do we have anything else? Uh, I do have one. Uh, and uh, that is a, uh, on a sadder note uh, that acclaimed actor, uh, Ned Beatty has uh, passed away. Uh, he was 83. Uh, this was June 13th. 
uh, I guess, right before we were planning our show. Uh, so we didn't have it in there last week, but we definitely wanted to mention it. Um, you know, uh, he's been in so many films and TV and, you know, started off in Deliverance and Silver Streak. Um, All the President's Men was another one. Um, Superman is probably his most noted uh, role where he played Otis. Uh, and he had, uh, it was uh, Otis, Otisburg, I believe, was the uh, name of uh, the city that he would do. Um, so that, that, uh, that holds a special place in my heart. I actually had a band for a while called the Otisburg. Oh, wow. oh, nice! And it cool. was it was it was named after that city in the movie. It was everybody. While we were trying to think up names, I was like, we all decided we wanted to come up with some obscure superhero reference. Uh, so I felt that was obscure enough to where people would ask us about it, and and we did get a lot of questions on where the name came from. So, yeah, Otisburg. Nice. That was that was a lot of fun. That was my band. Uh, prior to moving to Oklahoma City when I lived in Seattle. Very cool. Nice. Yeah, nice. Stuff. Stuff. But yeah, he's been, he's been in a lot of movies. Um, you know, it's, uh, of course, as he gets older, uh, you know, it's uh, kind of slimmed down a little bit. But uh, there's got to be, uh, you know, just looking through his uh, television and filmography, uh, if you're not sure who he is, just uh, look it up and, and you'll see something that catches your eye on, oh, yeah, he was in that, and that's who that was. Yeah. And then you'll start to put the uh, pieces together and uh, realize how much he actually did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and that's all I got for news. All right. That's all for the newsreel today. Um, all right. So next up, we're going to talk about the first movie of the MCU, Uh, Before we jump into that, however, we've got another song for you. Uh, Here is one from some guys in Buffalo, New York. They are called the Toy Box Brigade. Uh, They put an album out a couple years ago called Liftoff. It was uh, released in July of 2019. And the song we're going to play is called Losing Touch. So here we go. Oh, 
Losing Touch by the Toy Box Brigade. Good stuff. Another happy little uh, ska punk number there. Um, So before we jump into this MCU uh, thing, I I want to reference something that you guys are talking about in the chat. Can we talk about the last five minutes of The Bad Batch? Spoiler! Spoiler alert! And how amazing that was. I mean, did anybody, did any of you guys predict that? Nope. Nope. Not at all. That was so amazing. Uh, Dave Filoni. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So if you haven't haven't watched it, uh, let's go ahead and do the spoiler free. Uh, definitely go check out the new episode of Bad Batch uh, because there is a uh, surprise in there for you Clone Wars fans. Uh, it's It was pretty amazing. Uh, so definitely check out that episode. And if you have not watched any of the Bad Batch, um, what is wrong with you? Why aren't you watching the Bad Batch? Pause this, go watch all of the Bad Batch, and then we can talk again. <laughs> All right, enough of that. Um, so, um, the MCU is what we are uh, going to be talking about. So, of course, uh, obviously, the MCU is the Marvel Cinematic Universe, a uh, combined universe or connected universe of Marvel comic book characters. Um, and it is 
kind of overseen all by one person, uh, which is what they should have done in the sequel trilogy of Star Wars. Um, so it's, it's kind of, I, I wouldn't say if it, I wouldn't necessarily say it's the brainchild of, but we could probably go so far as to say it's the brainchild of uh, Kevin Feige. Yes. So the uh, MCU kicked off in 2008 with the mm -hmm. film we are going to discuss tonight. And that is Iron Man. Yes. Um, uh, I, man, uh, I, I know I kind of <laughs> had things written out on, on how to discuss and, and whatnot. Um, but, I mean, how do you start with this? I mean, it's... Overall thinking? <laughs> uh, why don't we go ahead and start off with the synopsis? All right. So we'll start off with the synopsis. So the uh, the synopsis covers uh, Tony Stark, uh, who um, uh, gets all of his accolades mentioned, um, you know, uh, in the movie. So you kind of understand a little bit of his background, um, and uh, he has uh, gone missing, and. Uh, he has gone missing because uh, he was kind of uh, a victim of his own success. Um, and uh, while over in the, um, oh, I guess Afghanistan type area that, uh, that he is in, um, it, some, uh, a group tries to get him to uh, produce for them some weapons of mass destruction. Uh, they hold him hostage, and he's like, yeah, sure, okay, I'll do it. And he uh, devises a way to escape. Um, and after he escapes, uh, you know, he refines his technology uh, once he's back on American soil and hit in his own lab, and uh, he makes a suit. And this has got to be the coolest suit uh, anyone's ever made, uh, ever. Um and it can do all sorts of various different things. Um, and I'm trying not to give away too much, but I'm sure most everybody has seen it. So I guess it doesn't really matter. Um, since uh, I think our statute of limitations on spoilers has, has uh, gone here. Uh, so, um, so Tony makes a suit. Uh, of course, he pimps it out the best that he can with all sorts of weaponry and colors and gadgets and gizmos and um you know, and then he realizes uh you know what he's done and what his uh, what his company has done in his name and he tries to right the wrongs um uh, and uh well of course uh you know some of the people that uh, that are associated with him that were making a lot of money off of him uh were not happy about that decision uh and it turns out that they are uh, staging this whole thing they steal a, uh, a, a suit uh, that, well, steal the technology to make a suit and try to uh, replicate um, uh, all of his success. Uh, and, of course, they do battle. Uh, and uh, once Tony uh, 
you know, saves the day and, um, you know, the evildoers have uh, been taken care of. Uh, there's, of course, a big press conference and uh, he finally admits that I am Iron Man. And yeah, so that is a brief synopsis of Iron Man. Very good. Did I leave me out? No, I think uh, I think that was a very good brief uh, synopsis right. of a really good movie. Um, so one other thing I want to mention before we get um, <laughs> Spencer says, "How dare you spoil a thirteen-year-old movie?" Well, you know, wow. um, I thought long and hard about that, and uh, I just don't care anymore. So. <laughs> I think if you've watched this show long enough, you will know that we don't care about whether or not we spoil things. Uh, so, um, oh, what I was going to mention is, uh, do we want to mention our ranking now or wait until after the last song of the night? Oh. We didn't really Let's discuss wait. how we were going to do that. Okay, we're going to wait. Well, well, We'll do that uh, at the end. So after the next break, we are going to uh, tell everybody what our... Uh, so what we did is we, we ranked all of the current MCU films, and we're going to announce where in the ranking this particular movie falls on our ranking. Uh, so that being said, we move on. Um, our next topic is uh, main characters and main villains. Uh, of course, we can't have an Iron Man movie without Iron Man himself. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I've got just got to say that Robert Downey Jr. Uh, was perfectly cast for this role. Yeah, agreed. Um, yes. I don't think anybody else could have played this role uh, as well as he did and I think if they ever rebooted uh, it would uh, it would uh, be very hard to uh, replace him as Tony Stark I read um, somewhere today that uh, John Favreau of course really wanted him for to be Iron Man so I think John Favreau had a he had a reason, but I mean, yeah. but look at John Favreau. Look who we're talking about here. Yeah, you know, yeah. Happy had it all together all along, just like Kevin Feige. I think, you know, there's oh. another brainchild right there. <laughs> we, we've got a newcomer to the chat. I don't think I've seen her in here before, but Chantel is with us. Is it Chantel from uh, Scarif? I believe it is. It hey. is. It is. Hi, yes. Welcome. Good to have you. Uh, so she commented with RDJ is the right amount of cocky. And I agree. I agree. Uh, he is, uh, yeah, he's perfect for that role. And um, yeah. Now, um, another one we've got is uh, he only played this role in the MCU once, uh, but it was Terrence Howard as uh, Rhodey. Yes. Um, I'm not going to say much about that because we could probably do a whole show on that. Um, <laughs> Great. I, yeah, uh, let, let's just leave it at 
I really liked Terrence Howard in that role. I did and, too. And really wanted to see him in that suit. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting because it's almost like he foreshadowed something without us or himself knowing when he looks at that suit and says, I'll be coming back to you. And yeah. you yeah. like, no, you should have put it on right there. Then should have done yeah. it, man. Should have done it. You know, um, I, but who knew? Who knew? None of us knew what was coming with in regards to his character. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, if you've read the comic books, you know. Mm -hmm. But uh, to the general movie-going audience, yeah, he had no idea uh, what was going to become of this character. Um, but yeah, I I really liked Terrence Howard in that role, and uh, I'll leave it there. <laughs> yeah yeah um another uh character that we have uh was uh obadiah stain uh which is yes. a, a yep. very unfortunate name um <laughs> uh, but uh you know was uh played brill brilliantly by jeff bridges yeah mm -hmm. yeah and so yeah very unfortunate name um very good uh, villain. Uh, mm -hmm. For the, I'm kind of surprised, honestly, that they went with that particular person to be the villain in the first movie. Uh, because as far as the comic books go, uh, the Iron Man comic books, he's not really a main villain. Um, the character first appeared in Iron Man number 163. Back in 1982, uh, the character Obadiah Stane, um, and then of course he he came he became the Iron Monger much later in the series, uh, about three years later. Um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't necessarily say he's an obscure character, but he's not really one of the most well-known Iron Man villains either. But, uh, mm -hmm. I mean, I really thought, uh, watching the movie, I really thought that the, uh, the Ten Rings guy was going to be the villain of that movie, and, and that did not happen. Um, Which I think was a setup in a way, but we're not getting the setup until now. Because I noticed that when I rewatched it. I was like, yeah. oh! Oh, this is good timing. You should see me, you guys. I was excited rewatching this and realizing that the Ten Rings was mentioned in there. And I was like, wait, this is yeah. it. This is it. We've been waiting for this. And I, I it's like one of those m minor details. Like, you know about it, but then you kind of forget about it. Because, mm -hmm. you know, the last time I totally did a full rewatch was right before WandaVision. So when I saw yeah. that, I was like, oh, this is going to be re related to Shang-Chi. You know, and I it'll be interesting to see if we're correct. You know what I mean? Because I think yeah. I'm curious now if they wanted to do Shang-Chi sooner, but maybe pushed it off or we'll see. I'm, but I'm excited to see because I feel like now we're finally getting that part of that storyline. Mm -hmm. Finally, after yeah. what, 13 years, oh. you said? Yeah. <laughs> Only took 13 I, years. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I think there was more to it. Uh, I, yeah, with it being the first movie, he really hadn't had a whole lot of time in the suit, so they couldn't have like a major conflict. 
Uh, but the Ten Rings, to me, when I when I saw it originally, I was thinking, oh, they're they're referring to Mandarin, and uh, yeah, so yeah. I I was like, all right, so yeah. you know, may, no, let's not talk about the MCU Mandarin. Oh, well, <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get we'll get we, that. But we will we know. will be getting to that much much later in the uh, in the MCU retrospective if we continue this. Uh, yeah, yeah, but, uh, but I'm so, excited to see how, if if they end up playing off of one of each one another in the long run, thirteen mm -hmm. years later. But really yeah. cool detail when you yep. watch it. So, yeah. um, so uh, we have uh, we have a couple of other characters that uh, that are also uh, in uh, uh, that play. Uh, fairly major roles and uh, then I would say one minor role and we've kind of already alluded to one uh, and that is the role of Happy. Uh, Happy was such a critical role in uh, in the movie, played brilliantly by Favreau uh, who was oh. also the director. Um, so yeah, I, I really enjoyed his take on it. Um, and then the other character uh, is one of the more unsung characters, I believe. Um, and that would be uh, Gwyneth Paltrow playing Pepper Potts. Pepper Potts. Yes. yes. Love Pepper. Love Pepper her. Uh, another really good casting decision. I yes. Think. Yeah. Um, Love her. Yeah. So. Um, I'm trying to think who else. What other? Oh, I, I have another one that has far-reaching implications to the MCU rather than just uh, Iron Man, but we did get to uh, hear him in Iron Man. Uh, and that would be... So excited. <laughs> Go ahead, Nicole. Spoil it. Okay. You got? Well, at this moment, we know him as Jarvis. Mm -hmm. And lo and behold, he becomes my beloved, sorry, our beloved vision in the long run. Oh, I love him. I always get excited now. There's something a little extra special about it now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Love him. Yeah, def definitely. Um, and, Can't tell I uh, love vision at all. And we we also have uh, a, a cameo, a brilliantly done cameo, uh, and I believe this is this one started the whole chain of events, um, and that is uh, the Watcher himself. Yep, Mr. Stan Lee. Oh, that's right. That's right. And in mm -hmm. uh, this one, uh, he was uh, mistaken as Hugh Hefner. <laughs> but I mean with with Tony Stark, who else could they mistake Stan Lee for other than Hugh Hefner? Uh that's it, it's fitting on so many levels. Yes. Agreed. Uh okay. another character that um we will be seeing a lot more of uh in the MCU of course, is Clark Gregg as Phil Coulson. Mm. Yes. Agent Coulson. Yeah. Agent Coulson. 
and uh, then there's another uh, there's another cameo uh, after the credits, but we'll we'll actually talk about that later in the show. Uh, mm-hmm. we, we have a specific segment lined up for the after credit scene. Yes. Um, but yeah, I, I agree, uh, Chantel. Uh, Paul Bettany was a uh, was a great choice to do the voice of uh, of Jarvis. Uh, yes. As well, you know, a very great casting choice for Vision coming later down the line. Um, yeah, Paul Bettany is a is a great actor. Um, man, I think the first movie I ever saw him in was. A Knight's Tale. Same. Mm. What yeah. a way to meet him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In all of his glory. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was, uh... <laughs> but yeah, he's uh, everything he's been in. He's he's done a great job. Uh, mm-hmm. And this is uh, you know definitely no exception. Even though it was just a voice role. Um, yeah, it was it was great. He was so good. Yeah. Um, are there any other characters that were missing? Um, I think uh, we got all the mains, but I I, I want to go back to Iron Man though for a moment because I really thinking about Iron Man and about the Hugh Hefner, you know, Playboy, you know, mm-hmm. comment. <laughs> You know, what I really loved about this movie, though, is how much character development he had as a character. You could see him going from that playboy, little bachelorish, to finally setting up setting up his morals. You could see his ethics getting a lot stronger and finally doing what was right and what was good and morally good. And I loved that. Loved seeing him finally get to that, that point and that place. And, you know, it's interesting because I've seen this movie how many times, but... It, you know, for some odd reason today and yesterday when I've, re- again, I've rewatched it twice, two days in a row just to be ready. And I was just so many things I was picking up on and going, wow, I didn't notice that. But there was something about it, maybe because I don't know, I'm about the same age as Iron Man would be now when he did it and going, yeah, he really, he really grew as a character in front of us in this one episode, this one movie. And I love that. I love seeing that fact that he grew and, you know, yeah, he, he mentioned he, Hugh Hefner, but I feel like he was almost beyond that at that point. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another another interesting thing about the Iron Man character, uh, or rather the Tony Stark character specifically. Yes, yeah, sorry, film, Tony Stark in this case. Uh, is that um, he differed from the comic books in, in one, uh, I'm going to call it a key area. Okay. Uh, but that's just if you've read the comic books, you know, religiously for the last 30, 40 years. Uh, in in the MCU, Tony Stark was not an alcoholic. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's correct. And in the comics, that was a big part of his persona. Um, I don't, th- you know, going back and, and watching the MCU all over, uh, I don't think it was really necessary, though. It, I, I understand it, it, it didn't bother me that they left that out. Yeah. It just didn't seem necessary because he had, he had his own uh, issues to deal with apart from alcoholism. Um, right. And that, that probably would have been 
as interesting it w- as it would have been to dig into that, uh, it, it probably would have uh, probably would have made the movies longer, and um, just would have added an element that, in my opinion, didn't necessarily need to be there. Yeah. 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 I, I agree a hundred percent. And I wonder if a lot of that, yeah, yeah, Chantel overkill. Exactly. Um, I wonder if part of the uh, decision on that had to do with kids were going to be watching this film and they didn't want to uh, uh, romanticize that. Right. Agreed. I can see that perspective. Um, But yeah, definitely would not have been necessary. Um, what do we have next? Likes and dislikes. Uh, hmm. wow. Um, like everything, right? Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, to be honest, I can't think of anything that I didn't like about the film. Um, yeah, this movie was amazing. I love Iron Man. It is so well done. Yeah, it was a great introduction to the MCU. Mm-hmm. Um, the acting was was amazing from yes. start to finish. Uh, the writing was great. The directing was great. Uh, the special effects, great. Um, I. Yeah, I can't really think of anything I didn't like about it. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, I was racking my brain all week and trying to figure out, you know, is there anything that I really just couldn't latch on to uh, as as a fan, and I really couldn't. It's just it was a complete movie. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely my favorite of the three Iron Man movies. Um. Yeah, yeah, de- definitely uh, is uh, is definitely up there. Um, yeah, just I, I I can't say enough about the casting and how on point uh, they were for this uh, this venture. If if this one didn't work out. Uh, then we probably wouldn't have gotten a lot of the other movies that we did. Uh, mm-hmm. But with the, with the casting and with the storytelling that they did, it definitely, uh, the fans just loved it and praised it so much that, uh, you know, they had, they, you know, yeah, couldn't, couldn't believe I, it. So. I thought, I thought of another character that we didn't mention in the film. Uh, and, and that would be Yinsen. Oh, yes. Because uh, we, we actually get to see him later on uh, again uh, in the in a prequel scene in uh, Iron Man 3. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but another, uh, another uh, cast member, um, this one, you know, wasn't really a main character and by all accounts is basically an extra. Uh, but did you know that guitar player Tom Morello was in this movie? 
Uh, I did not. So Tom Willow, yeah, guitar player for Rage Against the Machine, Audio Slave. Uh, he played one of the terrorist guards. Oh, wow. Very cool. Interesting. Um, another interesting fact about Tom Morello, he actually provided some of the uh, guitar music in the movie. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. because the soundtrack is awesome. Um, I mean, I was yeah. ACDC earlier, and I, my brain was just like, oh, man, I kind of I wish we could actually have started the show off tonight by listening to some ACDC and then I went, oh, shoot, maybe there's going to be a copyright issue. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I could get permission uh, from ACDC on that one. Uh, Chantel does have a question, though. Do you think Iron Man would have been as successful had it not been for sheer curiosity of seeing Robert Downey Jr. in that role? Um, uh, to be honest... I don't think so. I, I the the role was. I mean, I cannot see anybody else, given the just his personal history mm -hmm. and the struggles that Robert Downey Jr. had, mm -hmm. and then for him to play this role, it was like absolutely, you know, which it wasn't. But it was, the Tony Stark was written for him. If he yeah. was to have a redemption story, it's Iron Man. This is the way that yeah. Spencer. The, uh, yeah. No. I ruined my thought. Spencer ruined my thought. I, Thanks, Spencer. I, Appreciate it. I I have to agree with DJ on this. I you know Tony Smart Star. I mean. Robert Downey Jr. is Tony Stark. He is Iron Man, 100% across the board. He was definitely made for this role. And I think John Favreau knew it. And, you know, it, I have to go back because you mentioned, you know, you were talking about the alcohol and the comic strips and stuff. But it kind of makes sense with Robert Downey Jr. I, I wonder if maybe he had something to say with that. Because, you know, we all know that he, he himself has really shown us true he's he's very genuine as a person and he's really mm -hmm. grown and we've seen him go from yes he was uh popular and celebrity but he was he redeemed himself after a few uh mishaps we'll leave that as a mishap because you know he really has uh really grown as a person and maybe yeah. that's why he makes an additional special iron man because he knows what it feels like to be you know on the top to the bottom and then back up again and he's Iron Man. Correct. Just like he says so, in the movie, I'm Iron Man. Yeah, he is. <laughs> you know? So, well, no while, while I agree with both of you 100%, I will say this. Uh, and this is kind of stepping off of what Chantel said here in the chat about a lot of uh, non-comic book people saw that movie because of him. Of course, I'm a comic book person, so I would have went and seen it anyway. But uh, now, while I agree that it would not have been as successful, I think it would have still had some measure of success uh, because there are still those people that are interested in the idea of comic book movies. Uh, but going even further, um, as the future of the MCU uh, past Iron Man has shown us, um, 
Kevin Feige and his team, whoever does the casting and whatnot, have ultimately done a spot-on job of all of their casting decisions. So I think it still would have had a mild bit of success um, if they would have picked... I don't think... Well, I don't know about Tom Cruise. I don't think that would have been a great casting choice. But um, if they would have picked somebody else, it probably would have been... Uh, still successful, just not in the scope that it really was. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I do agree that Robert Downey Jr. was meant to play that role, and I can't really see anybody else having played that. If he did not play that role, I can't imagine anybody but a no-name having played that role. Mm-hmm. So uh, when I was looking for through some things the uh, the other choice uh to play the role uh was actually somebody else that is um uh, in the mcu in another role uh <clears throat> and uh the uh the the first choice before they brought in Robert Downey Jr. was um, uh, Sam Rockwell, and uh, which Sam Rockwell uh, is a uh, accomplished actor in his own right and has been in many many things, um, but he uh, he was later cast as. <laughs> Um, uh, Hammer and uh, Hammer Tech for uh, what was his name? Justin Hammer, I think, which was yeah. the uh, Stark adversary. I don't see it as I don't think he would have done as good of a job because uh, once Robert Downey did the test for it, uh, th- that it was changed to him. So, yeah, wow. but it, it was interesting. Yeah. Those little nuggets that we like. Horrible idea. Um, I think that is it. We finished up with likes and dislikes. Um, after the next break, we're going to talk about that after credit scene. Uh, and we are going to discuss our ranking in the MCU, uh, well, universe. That's kind of redundant. Um, yeah, I shouldn't tell... Some, Sam Rockwell is a good actor, but not as Iron Man. Mm-mm, no, right. No, no, he has no. his own special place. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think so, it worked out best. Yeah, I think everything worked out very well. Um, so next, uh, in the final music break of the night, uh, these are some guys from Richmond, Virginia. Um, and... If you haven't noticed it so far, there's kind of a theme for the music tonight. Uh, This is another ska punk band. Uh, As I said, they're from Richmond, Virginia. They are called Chupa Scabra. And they just released a single this year, and that's what we're going to play. And it is called Dictate.
Chupacabra right. with Dictate. Um, hmm. Okay, that wasn't as ska as, as uh, I was told it would be. Um, but that was all right. It was, it was a good song. Uh, Skate Pod said it was vaguely Dropkick Murphy. I see that. Uh, hey, show everybody the puppy again. Oh, Bailey. Okay, come here. Come here, Bailey. This is my daughter's boxer. She's normally not in. Come on. Come here. Now she's like, no, I don't want to. I yeah. come when I want to. Yeah, now, when she comes again, I'll, her name is Bailey Ray. Come here, Bailey. And she's a boxer. And she's hanging out with me. And then all of a sudden, she was being good sitting here the whole time. The next thing you know. And then boxers love attention. And they yeah. will let you go. And they will be up in your face. And she's making her own decision not to, like, not want to right now. <laughs> no, she was just a minute ago. Come here. Murphy really likes attention too. Okay, um, here we go. Come here, babe. Come here. Now, can you say hello? Can you say hello? <laughs> <laughs> and this is Bailey. Can you say hi, Bailey? Can you see her? See her okay? She's a very, she's a big dog. I'm not used to big dogs. I had a chihuahua last year, so. <laughs> there we go. There she is. Can you say hi to everybody? <laughs> You're getting some loving attention. <laughs> so that's Bailey. Awesome. Yeah, Murphy's been on the show a time or two, but he's I think he's hiding tonight. He's um he's not having a good day today. He's he has his he has his good days and bad guy days. He's uh I, I don't know if I've mentioned this, but Murphy is really old. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. uh, I think he's he's like close to 16 years old. Yeah, see, that was my Jaden last year. He was six, 
going to be 16 and 16 and he's pretty old he's got uh he's already blind in one eye and the other one's going and he just you know he has his he has his good days and bad days days so today is not a good day uh yeah that's what i dealt with with jade my my chihuahua last year yeah. you know good days bad days this but this yeah. girl's a young pup. <laughs> she's a that's, young pup. <laughs> that's good that's good all right so after credit scene of iron man so uh -huh. if if i remember right this was isn't this like one of the first movies ever that had an after credit scene i feel like it is and it, it definitely has like started a train a, a domino effect because even now i'll be like yeah. oh i wonder if it's gonna they're gonna do a pull a marvel that's yeah, what i was like even with cruella i was right yeah. i'm like i wonder if they're gonna pull a marvel and sure enough there was and i just feel like now if we don't get it it's like oh in fact, even with Loki, I'm just waiting for our first end credit scene, and I think everybody's excited and yeah, can't yeah. wait. That it's a big, it's a big thing to have that end credit scene now. So. Yeah, it's definitely had an impact on on movies. Um, so that's been a that's been a huge contribution uh, to cinema as a whole. Um, you know, and. Uh, Yeah, so it's just uh, it was it's just weird that uh, that we I can't really think of any other movies before the MCU that did this, but anyway, so we did get a uh, we got an after credit scene in this movie, and um, you want to go ahead and talk about it, DJ? Sure. So uh, Tony has just outed himself at the press conference and says, I am Iron Man. And, uh, you know, cue the music, uh, you know, uh, gotta play the music and light the lights. It's time for the uh, uh, after credit scene. And um, we see Tony walking into his Malibu apartment. And uh, there is a figure that is kind of outlined there. Uh, it's really dark, hard to see. And then you hear the voice. And as soon as you hear the voice, you know who it is. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is the character that you were talking about uh, that makes the, the cameo. Uh, and, uh, you know, Director Fury is there. Uh, as played by the incomparable Samuel L. Jackson. And he tells uh, Tony that uh, he's become part of a bigger universe uh, and adds that, uh, you know, he's not the only superhero in the world. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, he tells... Yes. Sorry. Okay. No, <laughs> okay. no, no, no. Uh, you know, come on. So, so yeah. let me tell you, he's gotten a voice upgrade. Let me tell you what was so great about this cameo and this after credit scene for comic book nerds. So back in the early 2000s, uh, 2002, 2003, somewhere around that time frame, there was a comic book that came out called the ultimates mm -hmm. and essentially what it was it was a a retelling 
of the Avengers. They weren't called the Avengers. They were called the Ultimates. Uh, and it was, uh, it was part of a, uh, uh, it was part of the ultimate universe that Marvel put together. It was basically a reboot of, of a lot of their characters. So the ultimates was the reboot of the Avengers. And of course, uh, Nick Fury was a big part of, uh, that storyline. Um, and the reason why this is so great is there is a scene in the comic book where they're talking about uh, the possibility of a movie of the Ultimates happening, and they ask Nick Fury, who would play you? And he said, nobody but Samuel L. Jackson could play me. <laughs> so if you had read that comic book, and then you see this movie for the first time, I nearly wet myself. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Now I want to see this comic book, and now of course I want to own it. I did not know this. Oh, it is oh amazing. man! It is. I wonder amazing. how much there that is. comic book is now worth. Oh wow! You can get it in a trade paperback. It's actually pretty easy to find. Oh wow! I need to get it, and I want it. Um, I just want it. Just want it. But wow, think, that's an awesome, amazing, cool fact. Yeah, and I, I think that's if awesome. you if you do the uh, if you're one of the uh, if you like to do the digital comics, um, if you get on Comicsology, um, if I'm remembering correctly, I think if you subscribe to it, it's like five or six dollars a month. Um, I think that is part of the uh, like the free because there's you know if you if you subscribe to this thing. Uh, there's a bunch of comic books that you can read for free, uh, like a ton. Uh, and I'm looking at this, and yes, volume one of that uh, is free. Um, but yeah, the Ultimates, you can get them, like I said, you can get them in trade paperback, and they're, they're pretty easy to find. Uh, but they're, they're, really, they're really amazing. Uh, but yeah, that was, that was the, my biggest takeaway from that. Uh, after credit scene, other than the fact that there was an after credit scene, uh, wow. but just the fact that Samuel L. Jackson was actually playing Nick Fury, I was like, "Wow, that, that's legit." <laughs> yes. Wow, that that well, is just a cool fun fact. My brain is like oozing right now with that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. I'll, I'll I'll give you a a, a teaser um, for next week. Uh, as if you needed a reason to listen in. Uh, but the next movie that we're talking about, uh, the scene that was in there was actually filmed before the scene of uh, in Iron Man. Um, and it actually almost derailed the whole franchise. So there's a little teaser for next week. <laughs> Look at you, you tease. I know, but I'm good at it. Yeah, you are good at it. You are good at it. Uh, so here's, uh, before we get into our ranking, I just wanted to give everybody uh, a picture of Murphy. Yay! Since, Murphy. He, since he didn't get to visit us tonight. All right. Uh, who would like to go first? 
Uh, I, I'm not sure if Nicole uh, knew about the the, the ranking. Uh, I don't think she, I don't think Nicole did. Uh, <laughs> she, she might she might have uh, politely declined if she knew that we we're going to be ranking every movie. Uh, but so saying <laughs> that, I guess I will go first okay. and say my ranking. So, so this is this is based off of the twenty three that are currently out we we know that there's one coming next month we're not counting that you're my birthday (laughs) or on my birthday actually all right awesome well let let's see uh actually spencer do you want to i'm pretty sure i know what your answer is but uh where where is it in your ranking I'm, i'm i'm pretty sure i know what it is all right. And uh, while we're waiting for Spencer, yeah, let's, go ahead. Uh, Nicole, wh- where do you think I would rank this movie? Oh, oh that's good. Let's play guessing games. <laughs> I'm going to say like number three or number four. Uh, all, right. all right. Um, If I had to guess... I'm going to say I definitely think it's probably in your top five. So I'm going to also go with four. All right. I was kind of seeing if uh, Spencer was going to try to buy you some time there, Spencer. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Spencer, Spencer ranks Iron Man at number six overall. Okay. That, that's a respectable rank. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, be prepared to be amazed. Okay. You put it at 23, we're going to have conversations. Number one. <laughs> out of it's, all of the movies. This is your favorite. Wow. Wow. This, okay. To me, this, it, it, and I said this earlier, this is the most complete movie out of all of the other ones Uh, one it can stand alone the casting was spot on the writing was so well done i could not find anything in it to really and you know how much i like to complain (laughs) i you know I, i couldn't find something to complain about um uh, I, yeah, uh, Robert Downey Jr. could not be replaced with someone else until, you know, if they if they are ever going to recast Iron Man, the only way that they're going to get away with it is if they do the newer arc that has the female uh, Iron Man. You mean Ironheart? Wait, Iron wait, Heart. wait, wait. Okay, hold on, hold up. I got to talk about this. We got to talk about this. So Uh-oh. Ironheart, okay, because I actually have this comic, thankfully, yay. Ironheart was mentored by Iron Man. And I have this comic book, and I have information on her. Ironheart is, nice. she's her own person. She's not, it's not like a female Loki or anything. It's not like, um, you know, female Thor and stuff. Uh, no, no, Ironheart was actually originally mentored by Iron Man himself, just like how Spider-Man was mentored by him. Yep, Ironheart. Very cool. And I, cool. I, nice. I had the comic. I mean, I do have it, but you know, it's it's across the 
the way. Sorry. So Chantel, <laughs> Chantel ranks it at number two. Great minds, Chantel. Great yeah. minds. Very yes. good. Very good. Okay. So anybody want to guess mine? I think number yours three. is an also top five. D DJ, you I say three? You say I three? Say, I say three. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go three, too. Okay. Uh, well, this may surprise you. Um, as, as much as, like I said, I didn't dislike anything about the film. I thought it was great. Uh, mine is actually closer to Spencer's. Mine is, I, uh, it ranks at number eight. Ooh. Wow. Whoa. Okay. Now, this is going to be interesting to see, uh, yeah. to see what ranks ahead. Ooh, I'm going to have to start making a spreadsheet of this. <laughs> I can yeah. send you my spreadsheet. <laughs> wow. Oh, no. <laughs> That takes all the fun out of it if you show me. <laughs> Good point. All right. So I it's think. like a Marvel March Madness or something. Of our, <laughs> all of our Marvel movies. So we're March getting March enough Marvel. of them. Yeah. That's uh, it's yeah. actually. Yeah. I know. We all right. At least do the Sweet 16. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that's it for, for us tonight. Um, next week. We will be doing our 50th show as Rogue One Radio. Um, so that's very exciting. Uh, and as far as I know, uh, I mean, we haven't made a decision yet, but if we're going to continue with the MCO, MCU retrospective series, uh, next week we will be doing The Incredible Hulk. Um, Interesting. I was waiting so, for you to say Captain America. Well, uh, we're going in order. Yeah, we are actually going in order of release. Oh, okay. Um, so the next movie that was released in the MCU was Incredible Hulk. Uh, so we will be talking about that. Uh, and, of course, um, well, Spencer says we should do something special for number 50. So... Maybe. What 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 do you think we should do for our fiftieth episode? What what would be special? <laughs> what did we do for our one year anniversary? I thought we did something somewhat special on that one, but I, I now for the life of me, I can't remember what it was. Uh, let me let me check my. Let me check my list of shows here. Um, and it's yeah. interesting because I feel like I watched that show, but I can't remember what it was either. Sorry. Oh, it was, uh, well, I, I, uh, from what I'm looking at here, it wasn't really a special episode. It was our uh, Mandalorian Chapter 13 recap. Ah. Uh, look, looking over the show notes here. Um. Yeah, I don't, I don't see that we actually did anything special. We just made an announcement. Hey, it's been a year. <laughs> um, we'll give it some thought, but uh, yeah, I, we'll I think come up with something. Uh, drop, uh, drop suggestions to us on uh, on Twitter. Uh, what do you guys think that uh, we should do for uh, well, episode number fifty? 
So, so uh, Skatebot says we should do a retrospective, a best of favorite moments. Uh, that sounds like too much work. I don't want to do that. <laughs> that sounds like shots. Shots? Okay. Well, I, uh, that that'd be Ooh. great for uh, Nicole and DJ. I actually don't drink, so uh, <laughs> I will not be doing shots. Um, but yeah, so more than likely it'll be the Incredible Hulk, uh, and uh, not not in any way related, by the way, to the Ang Lee Hulk movie, yeah. uh, because that was an absolute horror. Um, yes, yes, Spencer, I am lazy. I fully admit that. I don't want to do that much work. That would require me to go back and listen to all 49 episodes. <laughs> and I have no plans to do that. Uh, but in any case, so we are uh, done for the evening. Thanks, everybody, for coming in the chat and talking with us. And thanks again to Nicole for joining us on this journey. Awesome. And uh, any final thoughts that either one of you would like to, uh, to give? Well, again, thank you guys for letting me come on. I always love hanging out here at Rogue One Radio. And thank you to everybody in the chat for stopping by. I can't wait to see everyone else's rankings. And I, I promise to get my rankings in more order for the next time. <laughs> How about you, uh, Pay no attention to the Camden Menace. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was loud. The Camden Menace. Oh, yes. wow. Yeah. Pay, oh, pay wow. no attention to the Camden, Camden Menace and his uh, the dastardly, uh, dastardly deeds and uh, the way that uh, he just uh, begs and pleads for attention. <laughs> No, uh, actually, uh, if uh, if you guys get a chance, uh, subscribe to Camray Semi Productions. Uh, you definitely don't want to miss out on all the great uh, content that he does uh, on Twitter, uh, through YouTube, through just about everything. You will not be disappointed. Give Cam a follow. Get him monetized if that's uh, what he's looking for. He definitely deserves it. Uh, yes. Agreed. And uh, yes, and thank you to everyone in the chat. Sorry, I'm playing with an ear. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah. Um, no, I just uh, just remember to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Rogue Numeral One Radio. Um, if you're listening to us or watching us here on YouTube, make sure you subscribe. Hit that like button and uh, hit that little bell thingy too. I think that notifies you when there's a new episode or yep. something like that. <laughs> but yeah, thanks everybody for listening and uh, we'll be here again next week. Enjoy your week. <laughs>